Welcome to The Pipeline, all things CD and DevOps podcast by the CD Foundation. I am your host, Jacqueline Salinas, Director of Ecosystem and Community Development. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 21 of season two. I am joined by Kate Jamanji from CNCF. And today's topic is a GitOps Summit preview. Katie's session is Level Unlock GitOps to the Edge and Infrastructure Provisioning. Within its seven years of existence, Kubernetes has been the centerpiece of the cloud-native landscape, elevating a pluggable system that led to the diversification of the technology ecosystem. As a result, multiple areas have developed in the industry, galvanizing solutions for components that introduce standardization, guidelines, and interoperability of the tools. To innovate the developer experience and deliver delivery of application, the community focused on restructuring and modernizing the CICD operations. This talk will outline how cloud-native GitOps tools, such as Argo CD and Flux, unlock the zero-touch deployment of infrastructure and applications at the edge. Attendees will acquire an understanding of GitOps usage in association with Cluster API for infrastructure provisioning and Cube Edge for the service propagation to the edge. But before we dive into our main topic today, Let's kick off the episode with my DevOps journey. So can you share with us what your DevOps journey has been like? Absolutely. Hello, everyone. And hello, Jacqueline. Thank you for having me today at, at this podcast. I'm quite excited to be part of the CTF movement. So I've been in the community for quite a while. And currently, I'm within my role at CNCF, or Cloud Native Computing Foundation, as an ecosystem advocate. And one of my responsibilities to lead and represent the end-user community but at the same time, one of my personal challenges is to bridge the gap between the practitioners in the community, which are the end users, and the projects within the ecosystem. In regards to my journey, how I got here, um, my background is heavily technical. I'm myself quite heavily uh, technical at this stage as well. Um, I have started as a cloud platform engineer for companies such as American Express and Condé Nast, and there I had to implement different cloud native practices. At Condé Nast, we had pretty much a greenfield where we had to create a platform, which is going to be centralizing all of our stacks that we had across different markets. So going to centralize the platform. And the idea was to distribute across different regions to make sure that we have um, a good distribution of our content across the globe. And when I was working for American Express, that was an organization that already was using containers. They already had some methodologies. However, they were looking into introducing some of the more advanced uh, technologies such as service mesh or maybe changing some of the container network um, uh, network tools and, and runtimes. So at that stage, it was a bit more um, kind of constrained, let's put restricted, but again, the, the use cases for cloud native were um, more advanced. So while I was working for these organizations, I got to collaborate more with the community. I started to um, be more active on Twitter. I think we have a great Twitter community and uh, being active on Twitter and meeting people in organizations, attending KubeCons, which were in person at the time. Now, of course, attending KubeCons virtually. The, the more I got to know the community, the more I wanted to be part of it. Um, and that kind of crowned with me being a TOC, a Technical Oversight Committee member for CNCF. And the TOC pretty much is the body which um, governs and steers the vision of the CNCF landscape. So pretty much all of the tools that we see within the CNCF landscape, these are um, maybe supported and advocated by, by the TOC members. And from the TOC role, um, 
I was having that in, in parallel with my American Express um, uh, job. So after that, I moved fully to work with the community as, um, as an ecosystem advocate for CNCF. Very cool. Thanks so much for sharing your journey with us. So today's main topic is, today's topic, we're going to cover your session at GitOps Summit, which is happening on June 22nd at 10.45 a.m. Eastern Time. And the session's name is Level Unlocked, GitOps to the Edge and Infrastructure Provisioning. So thanks again so much for joining us. Let's dive into what your session's going to cover. So our first question is, can you explain to our audience what zero-touch deployment of infrastructure and application at the edge is? Absolutely. I'm actually very excited to speak at, at GitOps Summit Um and again, GitOps has been a topic that I've been covering for, for quite a while now. But more importantly, I was trying to integrate with it with uh, tooling and actually provide examples, practical examples that um, any attendees will be able to take them and use, uh, use internally within the organization. So in this talk, I'm going to focus on two main areas. The first one is going to be the infrastructure provisioning, which is going to be covered by Cluster API. And the second part is going to be covered by CubeEdge, which pretty much is an incubating CNCF project. Starting with uh, Cluster API, pretty much um, I'm going to give a, a brief introduction of what Cluster API tries to cover. But the main message is that it provides an interface that is able to um, have these very consistent sets of manifests that allows you to create your clusters across different cloud providers using YAML manifests. And this is a quite important feature because we have this notion of cluster as a resource. So all, any operations you can do within your cluster pretty much will be able to perform those on this YAML manifest, which are provisioned by Cluster API. Now, the important thing with, um, with this is that once we have YAML, we can introduce templating quite easily. We can have, for example, configuration managers such as Helm or Customize, uh, which allows us to maybe tailor and parameterize the clusters in different regions and different cloud providers. And once we have template manager and we have a Git repository where we store all of this data, um, we can very easily make the best use of a methodology such as GitOps. Um, the second part I'm going to focus on is CubeEdge. Now, um, I think Edge has been a topic that has been quite prominent in the, in the industry lately, especially with um, the rise of telcos and more telcos actually um, maybe looking towards the cloud native technologies to integrate them internally. And um, again, within the um, cloud native landscape, there has been multiple tools, more at the uh, sandbox level, but we have CubeEdge, which Gorinka has mentioned, is an incubating CNCF project. And, and CubeEdge pretty much provides uh, some of the cool features that allows you to propagate the application to the edge seamlessly. So you just need to interact with your cloud part uh, where you have your Kubernetes cluster. And CubeEdge pretty much with its components will be able to proxy any, any requests to the edge quite nicely. And again, uh, this is uh, translated by um, YAML manifest. So pretty much you can use already very well-known resources within Kubernetes, such as deployment services and so forth. These are just going to be, um, again, it's templatable. You can store it in Git, and by default, you can use um, a GitOps methodology on top of it. So pretty much I'm trying to, I know it's uh, only 25 minutes, but in, in these 25 minutes, I'm going to give a brief introduction of Cluster API and CubeEdge. And more importantly, I'm going to provide a live demo of how this can be used in association with different GitOps tools. Very cool. I'm so excited and looking forward to that. So can you outline how cloud-native GitOps tools such as Argo CD and Flux help developers unlock 
zero-touch deployment of infrastructure and applications at the edge? Absolutely. So, um, again, GitOps has been one of the keywords that have been uh, popping up in the news, in the articles, in the community, in Twitter feeds quite, quite often. Um, so, when you're talking about GitOps, it's pretty much a methodology or a practice that intends to use Git repositories to store the desired state of the application. And this, by default, comes with some very powerful um, features. The first one is the, uh, the fact that the delta between a local development environment and the production cluster is just one PR away. So if there are any changes, um, and as, as well, the, the way GitOps works, it will pull any changes that it identifies within this Git repository. So if there is a divergence between this, the, the state you're defining in, in a Git repository and what you have in the production cluster, this GitOps tool will pretty much identify those changes and extrapolate them, and you'll be able to apply them to the cluster straight away. So it has this kind of very powerful pull movement. You'll always be aware of what is the delta between in a Git repository in your desired state and what you actually have within the cluster. Um, so within the cloud native space, this um, the GitOps um, area has been covered very, very nicely by Argo City and Flux. Um, Argo City has been donated by one of our end user organization, which is Intuit. So this is actually quite, um, I think, um, a well-known project out there with like a lot of adopters. And currently Argo City is undergoing the graduation vote. So it's not yet graduated, but it's undergoing the vote. So hopefully we're going to see it as one of um, uh, graduated CNCF projects soon. Flux uh, CD uh, has been donated by WeWorks and currently it actually recently passed the incubation um, uh, past incubation stage, which again is quite reassuring. So we, we, we can see that there is a lot of momentum around these tools and there is a lot of adoption around these tools as well. Now, within my talk, I'm going to focus on both of these uh, tools and I'm going to integrate them with um, the use cases that I've mentioned before. So what I'm going to talk about the infrastructure provisioning with cluster API, I am going to use Flux to make sure that I have a synchronization um, enabled on my repository. So if new changes are identified, I'm going to release that. So the way I'm going to work with Flux here, um, we actually need to define two sets of configuration. The one, one of them is going to be the source. So where is the state of our application of, or of our infrastructure in this case? And the second set of configuration is the release model. So um, since I'm going to use Helm as well, um, our source is going to be represented by a Helm chart and our release is going to be pretty much a, um, a, real, a Helm release a CRD or customer source definition, which will um, pretty much define how many times or like the, the interval we need to look at the repository and if there are any changes, uh, we need to reapply them and so forth. Um, as well, we'll be able to choose an input values file, which is quite uh, important for Helm. With Helm, we have pretty much a set of configurations and we template different variables. But at the same time, we can provide an input values file, which will overwrite some of those parameters. So with, with Flux and with the Helm release CRD, we'll be able to pretty much parameterize all of these um, configurations. Now, this is the first part. Uh, the second part is why I'm going to use Argo CD and CubeEdge. So in this particular example, I'm going to use an application CRD, which is um, the way Argo CD defines the location of your manifest, so where your source is stored. Um, it actually takes um, configurations such as where you'd like to deploy your um, application. 
With Argos, it is quite important that it um, supports multi-cluster configurations. So you'll be able to use one instance of Argos CD to deploy your application across different cluster. That's why you require a source, but at the same time, you require a destination where it's going to be applied. And of course, the, the last part of the application CRD manifest is going to be the synchronization model if you want it automatic or manual. So manual means that you'll be able to validate or uh, maybe inspect the changes that are going to be applied beforehand. And we can, of course, define um, if it's, for example, a Helm, Helm chart, we'll be able to define an input values file and so forth. And uh, this is going to be, as mentioned, integrated with uh, Cubage. With Cubage, we have two, two parts, two, two nodes. One of them is going to be the cloud. The other one is going to be the edge. And we will install Argo CD on the cloud side. And then we'll try to synchronize any deployments and push them towards the edge straight away. So this is kind of the, um, the way I'm going to use Argo CD and Flux. Again, very practical examples and always uh, associated with live demos we'll be able to follow through as well. Thank you so much. That is very exciting. So what are some GitOps trends and technologies that are popular right now that you're seeing in the industry? So when you're talking about the GitOps, I think especially, especially during KubeCon as well, um, there have been a couple of panels which are looking at GitOps to ensure that or um, maybe to promote those security practices that we need to use within the cluster. When we're using a tool such as GitOps, there, there are some advantages. For example, you don't need to share the credentials with a pipeline. So for example, if you use, use a push model, um, that means um, you have a pipeline that is actually going to push configuration to the cluster. Usually to perform those actions, you need to share credentials with the pipeline itself. Now, when we're talking about GitOps uh, or Argo CD and Flux, we do not need to share any credentials because these tools are installed within the cluster. So they will be um, able to access any, any secrets within the cluster. Of course, um, we can use RBACs and um, different policies to make sure that it can actually access only the secrets that, that it requires. Um, so as mentioned, I think security has been quite um, quite a big a popular combination uh, when you're talking about GitOps. There have been many organizations that are trying to promote these DevSec, uh, DevSecOps practices while using uh, Flux and Argo City. Um, and another thing that I'm, uh, I'm seeing is that it's, again, GitOps is uh, a methodology. It's a way to deploy application, but at the same time, it is um, maybe a cultural shift within an organization. So it definitely improves the developer experience. You definitely have more transparency of what you actually deploy to the cluster. You have more automation. You have this um, reconciliation that I've been talking about. Um, so it's definitely changing the developer experience overall. Um, so I'm actually quite curious to see how it's going to move forward. There are some speculations that the big cloud providers are going to come with their own GitOps tools um, to because they provide already uh, Kubernetes as a service. They might as well provide um, a GitOps um, tool as a service to make sure that you can deploy to a cluster straight away and you just need to interact with uh, or maybe configure the synchronization rules and the, the source of your configuration and that's going to be it. Um, but I'm, I'm quite excited to see where it's going to go forward. Um, it's definitely one of the kind of more, di more dynamic areas we have in the cloud native at the moment. Oh my gosh, very exciting stuff. Thank you again, Katie, so much for joining us. And again, we are so happy to be collaborating with the CNCF to be hosting the first, what will hopefully be the annual, an annual event, GitOps Summit. Thanks again for, for coming on and 
being a part of the program, tuning in to level unlock get ups to the edge and infrastructure provisioning. Thank you very much for uh, for having me. And I'm, I'm looking forward to connect with everyone after the talk or during the live Q&A during the GitHub Summit. And, and you have, have more questions, I'm more than happy to talk offline um, if possible. And I'm curious to see what is your usage of, of GitOps and where do you see GitOps moving forward as well. Oh,